Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the podcast dedicated to and produced for the people who thrive and survive in their new city or state. Um, quick programming note before we get into the, the you know, the, the classic milieu of a voicemail episode. Uh, Denver, Colorado, if you are in town April 11th, we're doing another Sunday fun day at Improper City. In the tent, we just had a absolutely fire show this past Sunday. And I got to tell you, I think we're just going to keep it going, keep going with some great comedians, and keep staving off those Sunday scaries. We can do it with a couple laughs, all right? Join me. Um, it's going to find it on Eventbrite, uh, Sunday Fun Day, or you can just check the link in my Instagram bio. The tickets are free, so you can bring an entire group. You have to book an entire table for you and your group. Or if you're just going to bring a girl, just book a table for 10 and uh, you know tell her that you bought it for $70. Be a baller like that. I'd, I'd kind of respect that move. All right. Um, it's getting warmer out. Pretty excited about this. I don't know how the listeners feel about you know. I've had this like epiphany recently where I just I understand that I'm trying to do like little things to self improve. Right? It doesn't. I'm not going to therapy. I'm never gonna go to therapy. I've I've realized that. Like I'm pretty well adjusted. Granted, I mean we all go through spells of being really bummed out or, you know, having like mental health issues. I mean, like I, I, I've documented that a plenty in these past episodes, check out the COVID episodes, you know, I've dealt with like, you know, isolation and feeling like no one's out there for you. Definitely. But I mean, when the sun's out, I, I kind of feel like a new person. I it's when the sun is out, I feel like I'm ready to take on some new challenges. And when it comes to dudes, Self-improvement comes first and foremost from actionable goals. Like, vague concepts just don't register with us. You know, like, you can't, you can't tell me that I need to be more emotionally available. I'm just going to hear that as, you should start skateboarding. Like, that's, that's what I hear. That's what men especially, we need things like plant, being plant-based. Going plant-based, only creating a goal to only eat vegetables Monday through Friday. That's a goal. That's a real, realistic goal that will make you a better person. How will that make you a better person? Through discipline, through uh, you're just going to get more fiber in your diet. So you're just going to have some better poops. That's good for everybody, even your roommates, everybody involved. Your mom was definitely concerned about that for a little while. So good, get your poops in. But yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about like, you know, the, the warmer weather, I'm going to get back into my gardening. As I am a balcony gardener through and through. I got some big, big plans this year, okay? I'm going to go down to the local high school with a box cutter, and I'm just going to cut out a little piece of turf, one with like a, a especially good amount of those little black pellets. I'm going to put it right on my balcony. That's going to be the base frame. This year or this this summer, I'm thinking like, you know, we're going to get some fuchsias. I'm going to venture out and I'm also going to try and grow some veggies, namely potatoes. Why? Or as Stephen A would say, why? Because you can't fuck up potatoes. I'm going to throw a bunch of potatoes in my old uh, oats boxes, like the big oats, like, you know, uh, the Pilgrim Oats guy packages. This might not seem like a lofty goal, but if I can grow potatoes and not mess that up, I'm going to feel pretty good about myself, okay? I got through with basil last year, but I'm ready to step it up a notch. 
people are going to be coming over to my house like, you got any snacks? I'm like, uh, yeah, let me cut up a potato and throw it in the oven. Going to get some homemade fries, boy. All right, I'm not trying. Tomatoes, that seems hard. Kale, greens. I'm already plant-based enough. Just let me get a potato. I'll be a potato head. Shout out to genderless potato head, okay? Not Mr. or Mrs. I, for the record, this podcast stands with Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's like another aspect of what I'm talking about. Men, like, I'm. this is like my yearly thing where I do the balcony garden. It's my project. It's a thing that gives me Zen. And through, through this balcony garden, you know, I learned little things about, you know, patience, right? Cause you've got to wait for these, for these little babies to grow. Okay. And I'm not just some regular old plant that is going to throw in some water and walk away. All right. I take this very seriously. All right. I am a foliage father. Okay. Foliage fathers have the right to spank their succulents. I've been thinking about that line all day. Uh, <laughs> But we, I take it very seriously, okay? Literally, like, I mean, my begonias last year, I sent them to community college. So it's 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 a big honor to be in my garden, okay? And I, a lot of these plants, they don't take it lightly because they know I'm going to set them up for success in the, I guess, just staying alive. I don't really think you can survive in them. All right, let's get to these voicemails. I'm very excited about these. Um, this first one is a doozy. Hey, what's up, Alex? It's your buddy Stevie DeForge here. Uh, fellow transplant, uh, residing currently in uh, beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. If you haven't been here, check it out. Uh, it's a great city, great town. Um, and I wanted to, uh, bring up, uh, you know, an experience that I kind of went through a couple weeks ago, uh, that, you know, I absolutely hated and really just kind of looking for your opinion on the situation and how you would go about things. So, uh, my girlfriend and I, uh, went out to dinner on St. Patrick's Day. Um, and really just want to get like one drink and uh, a couple appetizers and just wanted to show some face uh, so we didn't look like complete losers uh, not going out on St. Patty's Day. But uh, my fault, first and foremost, I wore uh, you know an old college hockey hoodie out, and uh, this kid actually just came up to me out of nowhere, really asked me where my school was and, uh, you know, mentioned that he had played college hockey as well. But uh, kind of took this as an opportunity to talk about himself about 15, 20 minutes and how good he was and, you know, how he tried to play professionally and every guy just wanted to fight him and not really sure what he had to gain from telling me all of this. And I don't know if he could tell, but the entire time I was just trying to get out of the conversation. Um, initially, I was trying to return one of my apps because it was frozen. So um, I wasn't in a good mood to start with. And I, you know, I don't know why he felt like he needed to, um, you know, basically like, you know, hype himself up that much to me, a complete stranger. You don't know me. And he asked for my number, um, you know, asked if I wanted to play in his very high pace league, uh, here in the North Carolina area. So, you know, reluctantly I did give him my number. He shot me a text and immediately just looked him up because hockey's probably the easiest sport to look up someone's past. And pretty much everything he told me was a lie. So I hate dealing with this. Partly my fault for wearing the hoodie out in the first place, but, you know, I, I do like to, you know, converse with people from, you know, back up north where we're from, but, uh, you know, really hate to, you know, have these conversations and talk about that shit now. So, uh, really was just, uh, you know, looking for your opinion on how I can avoid those things. Do I make fun of myself? Do I just try to act weird right off the bat? Um, or do I just kind of suck it up and deal with it? So, um, you know, any advice that you have for me so I can avoid these at all costs in the future uh, is appreciated. 
but other than that, huge fan of the podcast. Uh, and miss you, buddy. And, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, hearing your response soon. All right. Take care. Stevie. Stevie DeForge. Oh, captain, my captain. Good to hear from you, brother. Now, this is a weird scenario. Okay. So everybody, you know, when you do wear out like a common piece of clothing in your new city, you're bound to get people who are from the same area um, or who might have gone to that school or know from that someone from the school. We'll try to initiate conversation. Now, Steve also mentioned the guy didn't even know about the college, which means that he didn't even go up and at least play the name game, which is a at least a common intro tactic when you're meeting a complete stranger. He just saw hockey and immediately approached Steve here. You know what that tells me, Steve? That tells me that that guy has been at that bar for six hours trolling for new players on his team. You know why? Because I think this guy's men's league team had a rough season. That That is like anyone who has to brag about like their past playing experience really needs to sell the experience of his team. Okay? High-paced, that could mean literally anything. Steve, I mean, like, it leads me to believe this guy's playing like roller hockey and he's getting his shit kicked in. That's what it leads me to believe. Okay, so you're not alone. I guarantee you, like, anyone who walked in with something even hockey-related. Like, I, I bet, like, if someone walked in with a Joe Sackick jersey, like, he was going up and being like, so, Joe, you moved down to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, out of Colorado, huh? That's kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> I bet, like, this guy's probably been on the prowl for that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, to avoid these things, it's... I wouldn't say act weird right out of the gate because you don't you don't know what's weird and what isn't. Like you could be like you could say something to him just like, "Hey, I, I can't do Wednesday nights. That's when I have my um, my usual uh, antique roadshow meeting." And he could say like, "Oh, really? That's the same one I go to." So you don't want to act too weird because then you could tie yourself in. What you you should do is say that someone you're with is doing something weird, someone that they haven't had a conversation with yet in that instance. So like if you're sitting there with your girlfriend. You could just be like, hey, man, that sounds great. All right, um, sorry, I kind of need to talk to my girlfriend. Her Crohn's is flaring up. Or you could just say, like, you might not even have Crohn's. You know what I'm saying? Like, just make something up. You could just be like, hey, um, you know, my buddy Billy, he just uh, broke his elbow, so we got to get out of here. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text you, text you, text you, text you. If you want to be really mean and really lay a point down, you could do that as well. So you could say something like, uh, hey, like you got to just say you're busy with something crazy stupid. So you could be like, hey, yeah, I can't make it that night. I got to vacuum my ceiling. Um, Or you could just say something like really just dumb. Um, I'd say something like that. But in these instances, dude, you can't help that because I don't think you're a one-off scenario. This guy is on the prowl for men's league hockey players. And I get that. I mean, right now the chuckle puckers, we're looking for a goalie, and it's been a little bit tough. I mean, we haven't made any big pickups, or I haven't seen anything at least on Bob McKenzie's Twitter feed, so I don't know. I don't really know what's going on with our team. Um, the Chuckle Puckers are, by the way, for anyone who hasn't been keeping up to date, we are champions of the Bronze League losers bracket. So, not a big deal. Okay. All right, let's go on to the next voicemail. These are great. Keep them coming, Stevie. Keep uh, sending in some voicemails, everybody. These are awesome going on Alec uh first time long time uh so I got a little story for you uh you know so I'm a young guy living in a a different city so you know I'm on the dating apps and I had a little uh hinge match that went wrong okay so like get to this girl's house whatever you know 
toss on 51st Dates, the classic. And then, you know, we, we, we get to the sex part. We do it. Whatever. And so she gets up to go to the bathroom, and I see in her drawer a nine-inch-long dildo. So, you know, I'm just calling to see what, what you would do in this situation. I got an Uber, got right out of that place so fast. Couldn't find one, though, so she had to buy me one. And then a few days later, uh, she Venmo requests me finally because, you know, I, I hadn't talked to her after that. I, I just just couldn't after seeing that absolute massive dildo inside of her drawer. You know, and I knew she wasn't feeling anything. And, you know, I just had to erase that from her from my memory. And then so she Venmo requests me with the the title Sincerely Paul's X. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This whole time she knew that I knew her ex-boyfriend and didn't say anything. You know, so I'd like to hear your thoughts on this whole situation. <laughs> Fantastic voicemail. I really appreciate it. Um, listen, <laughs> I can tell you're pretty upset about this. Uh, which is why the way you said, we get to the sex part, whatever. <laughs> tell me how you really feel. Listen, I mean, would you, what you, I don't understand. Like, do you, when, have you not understood that men are just inadequate? All men. Like, unless you're walking around like full-blown Johnny Sins, like, it's just, these women are hip. They're with it now, okay? This ain't just, you know, this ain't your Catholic schoolgirls. These are people who are legit blasting their clit with, like, AR-15s. Like, like, there is no, these women do not need men anymore. Women don't need any men anymore just to, to sexually please them. Like, I, I feel like they never have had men to sexually please them anyway. So, the fact that you feel sexually inadequate, like, I mean... Duh, dummy, ding dong. Um, so in that situation, though, uh, what I would have done, I would have done what I think any, what I try and do in every situation, which is um, mask my insecurities through humor or behind a joke. So I would have taken the the dilly billy out of the out of the drawer. I think I would have hidden it like somewhere near the crevice behind the bed. And then if she came back into the room, I would have been like, do you hear that? Like, I think there's something like underneath the bed. I think it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Shh, shh, shh. It's a snake. It's a snake. It's a snake. <laughs> Flown it around and then just tuck, chucked it at her and started laughing. That's probably what I would have done. Um, which, I yeah, that would have gotten you a Venmo request probably sooner than a day later. But I think it definitely would have been funny. Um Anyway, thanks for the voicemail. Continue to leave voicemails I, um, of, about your, your sexual inadequacies. I really appreciate that. And just please know that I'm a person that you can talk to and trust. And I will um, call you less of a man uh, on a publicly broadcasted podcast. All right. So on to the next, on to the next little voicemail. Hey, Alec, it's Elliot on Instagram. I'm Mike Hawkburns. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Mike Hawkburns is a character that I invented. And I would just like have this incredibly thick southern accent. And I would talk about, you know, being a Muslim and also believing in reincarnation for some reason. And when I first moved out here in 2013 to Fort Collins, I would just stay in character all the time. And people believed that 
Mike Hawkburns was a real person and a real voice, which was hilarious to me because I thought it was not a very good southern accent. It was like a satire of a southern accent. And also my name was literally Mike Hawkburns. I just didn't think people would, would fall for that. But uh, people would always ask me, like, oh, are people from Alabama really racist? And uh, I thought that was really ironic because they were judging where I was from based on a preconceived notion. But uh, what's the number one thing that people ask you about being from the New England? Like, that's kind of offensive. First thing that you get. Mr. Hawkburns, good to hear from you, my brother. This is a guy who likes to grow eggplant the size of small children. Um, absolute beauty out of Denver, Colorado. Great comedian, too. Uh, so when it comes to just weird regional differences, I think that this is kind of a phenomenon that which should be happening, that is happening now because of social media. TikTok, Instagram, things of that nature. Because, I mean, when it comes down to it, most people who grow up now don't really fit the regional stereotypes unless you're like deep, deep, deep in a city or in a neighborhood, which I don't think most people are. I mean, like you're from Alabama. You don't really have an accent unless you want to be Mr. Hawk Burns. But in my respect, you know, Boston, I grew up outside of the city. I don't really have an accent. I don't, you know, I, I don't work in a union. I don't, I don't do things like that. Like, I think most people, it's like TikTok when people want to just get a sh- quick laugh where it's like, POV, you're dating a guy from Boston. Or like, POV, your cousin from Boston came over. Or, and then like, they just go, ha, what's up? What's up? What you got? What's up? Number four, Bobby. Oh, like, it's so dumb and lazy. It's the laziest form of comedy leaning on regional stereotypes. But I think we see that more and more now. And it's it sucks because people do come up to me and they're just like, Goodwill hunting. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'd say, the biggest thing they come up to you to say is like, like uh, are you a drunk or like, uh, do you have the accent? They always want to hear like an accent or something, like I'm some sort of zoo animal. And that, that upsets me. So... I don't really know how to combat that. I think just mostly tell people to shut up and, uh, you know, maybe find different friends. But I think Mike Hawkburns, you could just go as Mike Hawkburns and pretend you're a, a, a Muslim from Alabama, which is a hilarious way to go about it. So keep that up, Mr. Hawkburns. Hi, Alec. It's your girl, JD. Um, was just listening to your most recent episode with the fellow Texas transplant and as someone who got a Shape of Texas tattoo when I moved out of state, Um, to force myself to acknowledge I'm from there, I can say that everything he said is correct. So I loved that. My question for you via voicemail, um, it's just a question I've had for men generally. What do you guys, straight guys, think dick tastes like? Okay, thanks. All right, J.D. from left field. (laughs) What do straight men think dick tastes like? Now... I don't know because I've actually, I texted a few people about this because we don't really think about that. It's not something that really crosses our mind as you might believe. But as I got to sit there thinking about it, I, I'd imagine it obviously doesn't taste good, but like I'd imagine it would taste like a baseball that has just been sitting in like a corner of your garage for too long and then it gets rolled around here and there. Sometimes it doesn't really get used, but you could tell the rawhide is kind of starting to darken up a little bit. And then your then your then your garage floods, so it gets a little wet. Then it dries up again, so there's a little bit of like flakiness to it. 
it's not good how in depth I'm going about how uh, a penis might taste, but that's that like I'd imagine just put your mouth on that and there you go, that's a penis. I hope I summed it up or I hope I was somewhat close, J Div. Hey, you know what? Why don't you leave me another voicemail for next week and you could tell me if I'm right or wrong, or <laughs> or don't, maybe don't. Okay. So, that is the end of the episode. Uh, The voicemails this week were absolutely hysterical. Continue to send in voicemails, gang. Uh, Either use the phone number that I have on my Instagram bio or just do the anchor ones, which is in the uh, episode descriptions. Either one works fine. I'm I'm keeping putting out I keep putting out these episodes because I love doing it I love connecting with everybody on the other side and sharing our experiences I hope this becomes a forum where each person that has moved to another city or state from either Texas from Alabama from uh, Boston to Raleigh anywhere that can be um, I hope this becomes a place where we can all talk about those experiences and hopefully share a laugh together and again I want to reiterate. Denver, Sunday Funday, April 11th. Uh, Check it out on my Instagram bio. All right, everybody. I appreciate it. Have fun and uh, let's crush the week.